Well, here we are, the first episode of the Kingdom Hearts lore cast, Ariel. Oh, you can count? I can count! <laughs> so, welcome to the Kingdom Hearts lore cast. I'm your host, Aaron, and joining me is my lovely fellow host, Ariel. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you may remember our wonderful voices from the Legend of Zelda lore cast. Where I'm also very sarcastic to Aaron. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> um, yes, we're familiar. We've done this before, haven't we? No, this is Me. our first episode, so no. we haven't done this before. Oh my gosh. You know what I meant. Hmm. So this is it. We're finally doing it. We're finally coming out with the Kingdom Hearts lore cast, Ariel. I'm excited. Uh, is that what we're doing? We're doing that today. <laughs> So, Ariel, before we begin deep diving into the lore that is of Kingdom Hearts, I think we owe it to our listeners to explain who we are and what we know. Well, I'm Ariel. I know a lot. I am, you know, in my 30s, so I've learned some stuff over the 30 years. Oh my gosh. 30 plus years. You weren't specific enough. About Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Oh, gosh. So, okay, for in seriousness now. I'm not as well-versed as Aaron. I will admit. I played two and three. But Aaron came to me with the idea of doing this because he absolutely is obsessed and loves Kingdom Hearts. And I'm interested to learn more about it because I did enjoy playing two and three wanted to learn some more about it. So, here I am. And you fully intend to play every single one. Oh yeah. So, listeners, before you're like, "Oh, you know, why is she here?" then she's Okay, listen. So, before we dive into each game, I mean, clearly we're going to go over some important information first and some important lore first before we dive into the games. But when we get to the games, before we start talking about it, I'm going to play through the entire game. Which I'm actually really excited about. It's going to be fun. So, And let's not knock your expertise too much. You are a bit of a Disney nerd. Well, no. Listen, listeners, I have five kids. So... <laughs> I've watched every single Disney movie like 500 times on repeat. Oh, yeah. So that's why I'm a Disney expert. <laughs> lots of kids, lots of Disney. <laughs> but we need you for this because I'm not well versed in my Disney, even though I've watched the Disney movies with you and the kids. I'm not as well versed as you. Yeah, because you are lucky enough to not have to watch it on repeat 500 million times in a row. Yes. <laughs> uh, frozen. No. No? Listen. Just let it go. I'm done with you. So, yeah, Ariel is going to be our local Disney expert. And uh, I can't wait for you to explore this world with me. Honestly. And the thing is, I will give Ariel this too. When she sinks her teeth into something, she fully commits. I mean, some of the craziest, most awesome theories I think are going to come out of you 
because you fully commit. You deep dive. Thank you, ADHD and <laughs> hyper-focusing. Uh, so I guess I should tell them about me. Nah. Nah. Nah, let's just, uh, let's just get into it. Okay, thanks. I'm just kidding. So, uh, yeah, I absolutely loved the Final Fantasy franchise when I was a kid. And when I found out that they were coming out with a Disney Final Fantasy game, I was stoked. And then when they announced Kingdom Hearts, I immediately went, that's not, that's not Final Fantasy. That's, uh, that's literally a Disney game. And I didn't play it when it first came out. Yeah, see, listeners, uh, Aaron is actually an extremely stubborn I am. person. This is why I'm so sarcastic to him, because <laughs> he's just so stubborn. <laughs> Massively so. And that is exactly why I got a late start on the Kingdom Hearts series. <laughs> yeah, just ask him about uh, Legend of Zelda. Mm. <sighs> yeah, there were a couple games I skipped that I had to go back and play later. Yeah. But see, I do not. I always regret my decision to not dive in with everybody else. But here we are. So I waited until like a year after Kingdom Hearts released until everybody at school was talking about it to actually go into it. And then I fell in love with it. And then I fell out of love with it because it became super confusing. And then I fell back in love with it when the confusing made sense again. It's, it was a back and forth relationship. And now I'm fully in and nothing's going to take me out of it. Challenge accepted. Oh, boy. But uh, yeah, I have rode the Kingdom Hearts love train since 2002 when it first came out. I've been here for the whole ride. Choo-choo. Even the long-awaited release of 3. Such a long time. Oh, 3 was such a good game, too. That was an awesome mm, game. I'll wait till we get to it. I loved it. But I think they could have done better. But we'll wait. We'll wait. I think they could have done it better. Mm. <laughs> Listeners, you also uh, can never please Aaron. So. Yeah, yeah. I always have critique. But anyway, that's us. We're going to be delivering in this show some nitty gritties. We're going to do some deep dives. We're going to go. It's kind of going to be formatted like our Legend of Zelda series. And we're going to format it. We're going to go with the deep dives, deep explanations into things. And we're going to format this in a way that both newcomers and longtime lovers of the series can both enjoy it. And the full intent of the formatting of this is to teach everybody something new about the series. Because I found on Legend of Zelda, I myself, as a longtime lover, learned a whole bunch of new stuff in the way that we did the show. So, <laughs> so, with that being said, Ariel, I think we're ready to dive in for our first deep dive. Okay, well, let me just dive right in then to the <gasps> realm of light. Oh. So, this radiant plane of existence is made up mostly of light. Imagine that. Weird. I know. <laughs> Realm of Light is made up of light. It also makes up about half of the universe in Kingdom Hearts. Most of the worlds are found here. Though not all. 
you know, like the world that never was. Oh, do I ever. (laughs) Yeah, and like Twilight Town and stuff like that, that's not found here. But most of the worlds are found here in Kingdom Hearts. It's also insinuated that most of the worlds accessible by the gummy ship are either within the Realm of Light or are related to it. Like Twilight Town. Yep, like Twilight Town. And the Realm of Light also has a keyblade. It's the kingdom key and you'll never guess who wields it. Is it Mickey? No. Oh, well, I guess it's Sora. Uh, yes, (laughs) of course. Sora. Just an FYI to all the fans, I knew it was Sora. Don't come ragging on me for it. (laughs) Well, you see, if anybody's coming over here from our other shows, they would understand that you're not very good at sarcasm. (laughs) I'm not very good at it at all. There's a whole episode trying that. Anyway... (laughs) I know there is a whole episode of you just really being a jerk. Yeah, I'm not very good at sarcasm. That's why I don't do it. So, yeah, that is basically the gist of the Realm of Light. So guess what I have next? What's that? You'll never guess. Is it the Realm of the Other Light? No, it's the Realm of Pugs. <laughs> no, just kidding. The Realm of Darkness also known as the Dark World. Dark World. So, this unilluminated realm (laughs) takes up the other half. Just like the light took up half, of course it's gotta be dark. Yep. Right? So, this realm is made up of the darkness in people of every world. And in this realm... This is where Kingdom Hearts is found. Far in the depths. And it can only be accessed when the final keyhole is unsealed. The Heartless call this place their home. So that's who you'll find in the Realm of Darkness. And the Realm of Darkness also has a keyblade. The Kingdom Key D. Which, Aaron wields it. That one is definitely Mickey. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. King Mickey somehow has gotten I say somehow, but he's gotten the Kingdom Key D. Yeah, somehow. We'll go into that later. (laughs) Uh, I can't wait until we talk about the Keyblades just themselves. Uh, uh, But yeah. Yep. Kingdom Hearts 1, baby. <laughs> Give me that Kingdom key, D. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Well, they couldn't even come up with a cooler name than Kingdom Key D because D for darkness. Just come on now. Yeah, I used to... I It's reg- it's more commonly referred to, as you know, as the Golden Keyblade. But yeah. that's the name everybody chooses to call it because it's way cooler sounding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> been a lot happier with just but okay so (laughs) the last one I'm going to talk about the last realm don't worry Aaron has more I do I'm going to talk about the realm of in between so 
this plane of existence and in my little words because you know i like to do this suffers from middle realm syndrome <laughs> it really does though is literally located between the realm of light and the realm of darkness right in the middle itty bitty boundary <laughs> so so far the only worlds that we know of that exist in here are Traverse Town Castle Oblivion Twilight Town and the world that never was I love saying that so my apologies if you're tired of hearing me say it so weird it is a pretty cool world though <laughs> also the bane of my existence but anyway <laughs> so each of these worlds are tied closer to the realm of light or darkness with the exception of Twilight Town because that one is super middle world syndrome now because it's exactly in the middle A crossroads, if you will. Hmm. So, this realm has the Twilight Road. It is the default keychain for the Keyblade of Worlds' Hearts. And it's meant to defend the in-between from invading forces from both of light or dark. Mm -hmm. And the neutral nobodies tend to use this to defend and it can also be used to attack nobodies who upset the balance of the other realms. Oh, I can't wait till we talk about this. So, just wanted to throw that out there. And that is really what I have for the realm of light, darkness, and in between. So, if I may, I'd like to piggyback, piggyback off of you before we go to mid-break. So, some of the modes of travel I want to talk about for these worlds before we go any deeper because they're going to come into when I start talking about my realms that I have to talk about. You mentioned the gummy ships with the world of light. So we know the world of light uses gummy ships. The world of darkness, however, is... It's... Uh, it's weird. You don't really travel in the world of darkness. It's mostly on foot, which, again, you talked about the cool part is is there are the the realm in between uses the lanes in between and that is used you travel that via the um gah, keyblade gliders couldn't remember it for a minute so you use that you, we're traveling keyblade gliders and the reason that's important is because keyblade gliders are going to come into play when we start talking about the games very very soon because they were once upon a time the, I guess, go-to before gummy ships were. And there's a reason for that. There's a whole thing. But I want to get it all out there in the open right now for you listeners. That as of right now in the Kingdom Hearts series, these are the only modes of travel in these areas. Or you can use key holes and, you know, doors and all that. That's fine too. But... For normal Keyblade wielders or people traversing, these are the only methods. You pretty much just walk around in the realm of darkness or fall endlessly. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I just wanted to mention the modes of travel 
and reinforce those like you had talked about before because they are going to be important later. So, all that being said, I think it's time for us to go to our very first mid-break, Ariel! Woohoo! <laughs> Well, here we are in the middle of the very first episode of Kingdom Hearts Lorecast, Ariel. It's awful Mickey in here. It's all. <laughs> okay, that's it. That has to be the thing from now on. It's awful Mickey in here. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, anyway, so this is usually the part where we reserve for. My really bad lines. <laughs> and thanking our patrons. <laughs> yes, that too, of course. Much more important. Uh, so we don't have any patrons as of yet because we don't have a Patreon up yet. But don't worry. I'll be working on that and we'll have it up within the week. I uh, just have to finalize some more artwork for the lovely free merch you get at certain tiers. And then we'll, uh, we'll be ready to go. Yeah, Aaron says he's working on it. It will be me. Yeah, so. probably. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said I just like giving you a hard time it's so. okay we do have our Twitter up and running which is at K hearts lorecast K as in the letter K please don't mm-hmm. put K Y no that no, 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 no. so yeah <laughs> we got that up and running and we have our emails for fan mail and stuff which is kingdom hearts lorecast at gmail.com so we have those two things up and running. And those will be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So, But other than that, we're waiting for that page, sweet Patreon to, to get started. Uh, and that's all me. So patience, bear yeah. with me. <laughs> yep. Uh, but the other thing we like to do here in the mid-break is we like to bring you some merch and news. So, Ariel, you're up to bat first. What do you got for us? Well... I haven't read an article like I always do. Oh. I know. Much like LOZ, I bring merch. Ooh. And if you are like me and have a weird OCD obsession of having clocks in every room of your house, I have just the thing for you. Let's go. So this comes from Etsy from... Tatal Dream City, and it is a Kingdom Hearts clock. Yes. Oh, it's actually super, super freaking cool. So it's made from a repurposed record. So it's 12 inches in diameter, and it has keyblades all around this clock. All Ooh, around. Let me see. Oh, that's not just any Keyblades. That's all the Keyblades Sora carries. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh. Which this clock also has Sora on it. What? Mm-hmm. Oh. So we're getting it right. Yeah. I'm okay with this. <laughs> so, like I said, it is like 12 inches in diameter. And the price is $34.50. So I will have the link for that in the show notes. And I really wasn't kidding. I do have a weird obsession of having to have a clock in every room of the house. She really does, though. So I don't know why. I just do. I have to know what time it is. (laughs) 
It's okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so, on the topic of news and merch, I don't have any news. And there is a reason why. Because you don't read? No, because we're in limbo land for Kingdom Heart news right now. We know nothing. The last thing that we know about newsworthy is the new mobile game that was supposed to come out completed its beta testing as of December 2022. And the beta testing was exclusively to Japan. That's all we've heard. The good news is Final Fantasy Ever Crisis that just released is having a consistent update system. I say that's good news and it has nothing to do with Kingdom Hearts because that means that I I personally feel like they're flushing out some details and trying to, you know, use this as a time to figure out what players are going to want and everything else to possibly add it to the Kingdom Hearts mobile game. We'll see. I don't know. Fingers crossed. I can only hope. But that's where we're, we're stuck in limbo land. But while we're in limbo land, I do have some pretty cool merch. So this merch comes to us directly from Square Enix. And it is, I've got two here. Your choice. I've got the Kingdom Hearts Kingdom Key version two, or I have the light up dark side Kingdom Key. That's right. We have one or the other. Now, these are on pre-order right now, like I said, at squareenxgames.com, which we'll have the link in the show note. The pre-order amount right now is $59.99 for either one. So you both they're both the same price. And they are both 14-inch handheld Kingdom Hearts keyblades. So either you get Kingdom Key D or you get the normal key Kingdom Key. And it has a function where it will light up a keyhole wherever you point it which is super cool now we've had one of these released in the past this is the updated version where the light is actually brighter and it's more durable so a little bit of the description here is it is battery life is approximately three hours of continual use the led within is now anywhere from the 5,350 to the 7,000K LED. And the light source itself, the bulb, is expected to produce 40,000 hours. So that's good. It does have an on and off switch, which is great. And the on and off switch apparently has been worked on because the old models it kept would kind of be flimsy and break or get jammed on or anything. This one's been worked on and adjusted. Um, but yeah, this is currently up online right now for pre-orders to be released as of, let's see here, May 2024. So if you're wanting an updated version and you got the old one, or if you want one and you missed the last time it came out, run out there right now and get your pre-orders in. Because this thing is... Sick looking. <laughs> I love how you're like, run out there now and get it. it you have to order online though, but run there. <laughs> run all the way to Square Enix headquarters and go, I want that game blade. <laughs> run all the way to the internet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's really cool. I honestly want the 
dark side keyblade. Shut up and take my money. Shut up, take my money. So yeah, that is what I have for you a today, dear listener. A clock and a key. A clock and a key. And a keyhole. And keyblade. And a keyblade. On the clock. On the clock. We got a lot of keyblades going on. <laughs> so that's it. We're at the end of the mid-break, huh? Nothing to talk about. Okay. Cool. Or this is where I talk about our sponsors. Let's go. So roll on over to fan roll dice use our promo code almighty c10 which is allo mighty the letter c and 10 and save yourself 10 percent off dice all of the dice multiple sets of dice whatever your little dice heart desires so they have a bunch of different kinds of dice like gemstone and resin and metal and wooden and rubber and whatever you could think of i'm sure they have they got big dice and little dice and they have their new liquid core dice which i happen to have the vanishing oil one and it's just freaking cool and they also have dice towers and dice bags and dice trays and all your dice accessories so yeah go over there check it out and save yourself 10 percent off then you can switch on over to Nixie Gaming, use our promo code LZLore, and save yourself 10% off Switch accessories. They have cases and cables and docking stations and controllers and whatever you need for your Switch they have. And they also have the new GameCube controllers. Which are awesome. Yeah, so check out what they have and when you inevitably fall in love with something use our promo code to save yourself 10% off then last but not least zoom on over to W Energy W Energy I'm going to need you to get better <laughs> use our promo code fumbling4 which is fumbling and then the number 4 and save yourself 10% off their tubs of energy drink Energy. <laughs> I say energy drinks. So it's the tub of the powder. But regardless, they have a whole bunch of different flavors to choose from and really hilarious names. Mm-hmm. Galaxy Grenade and like Dub Sludge. Dub Sludge. You said my favorite one. Why would you do that? <laughs> and they have like Beach and Peach and Calio Cream and just a whole bunch of different. And, and the majority of their energy drinks like they're different like assorted fruit flavors like the beach and peach is mango and peach and like it just it's go check it out and save yourself 10% off by using the promo code so I will have the links for our sponsors and the promo codes in the show notes so you can just click on it super easy and don't worry, we have more sponsors to come. Yeah, and not really a sponsor, but something I just want to throw in real quick. You can stumble out your way over to our Fumbling 4 store. Ah! Yeah, I tell you, I, I have terrible lights. I know, but whatever. <laughs> and go check out our merch. We have from all of our different shows. 
and various different items like shirts and pillows and mm. just mugs, whatever. And Aaron's now working on switch cases, mm-hmm. which I'm definitely going to get one. Yeah, I think I'm going to make an LOZ switch case, and I think I'm working on a Kingdom Hearts specific switch case, too. Yeah, and you are going to make me a Resident Evil one. I will so. make you a Resident Evil one. <laughs> right now, and this isn't our merch, right now I have a Mario one, which I really love, but come on. <laughs> I would also like a Resident Evil one, so. Uh. Yeah, that is all I have for now. Well, with all that being said, let's go to the end of the episode. Well, here it is, Ariel. We're wrapping it up. First episode. You ready to hear my worlds? Oh, sorry. <clears throat> my realms. It's awful. I can't think of anything to go with ending. It's awful world ending in here. Yeah, I'll come up with something. Don't worry, listeners. <laughs> it's awful Elsa in here. Being real goofy about it right now. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. So first one we got to talk about right off the bat. Probably one of the most confusing realms, aside from the last realm I have to talk about. The realm of sleep. I can go to sleep. Nope. You uh... wish. <laughs> so the realm of sleep is comprised of mostly sleeping worlds. In fact, only sleeping worlds. And these are worlds in which Sora has saved from the darkness, but they didn't return back to the realm of light from which they came. And there's, we'll get to the reasons as to why, but this happens when Mickey and Sora seal the doorway to darkness at this point basically they the worlds that never returned back to the light were submerged into a deep slumber and they couldn't wake back up until the keyhole in the world had been unlocked so that being said with the realm of sleep it's an extremely important realm because a lot of stuff goes on here We'll get into that when we start getting into the games in which the realm of sleep plays the most important part. But in a nutshell, we're going to be exploring it quite a bit. What's important to remember here is that heartless and nobodies reside in the realms of light and darkness, but they don't reside in the sleeping worlds. And in this realm, eaters take their place in the form of spirits and nightmares. And we're going to get into what those are very soon because it's important to know what enemies and what our races and stuff are before we start diving deep into these stories. So those are some important things to take away from the realm of sleep. But again, I cannot stress enough how important the realm of sleep is to the entire story. Another thing I want to add before we go on to the other side is that one important takeaway from the realm of sleep is that the realm of sleep contains Trevor's town, but it's weird. It was brought into existence for Joshua from the world ends with you. Yeah. <laughs> for the opportunity to save Neku 
and his other friends from demise of their own homeworld. It has been said by Nomura himself that the world ends with you is not tied to Kingdom Hearts. In several interviews, he stated this. However, it's very fishy and leaves us all wondering why that they were included then to begin with. Why the art style is shared, why a lot of things are happening. So stay tuned. That may change. It probably will. A lot of things do with the Kingdom Hearts series. (laughs) But with all that being said, I think it's important. Now we transition to the next and final realm, the other side. So the other side is going to become extremely important in the now. And we're talking Kingdom Hearts 4 and anything taking place from that point beyond. Because this is where we really start experiencing the power of waking. Because the other side can only be reached by the power of waking. We're talking about that. We were talking about that mode of travel earlier. This is one that is a weird one. Another weird one. We can only reach it by the power of waking. And this is also where people who have abused their power or used it in incorrect ways are banished. And according to Xehanort, this realm does not have light or darkness. Again, another important point to to make here. What we do see of this realm, however, is Quadratum. This is really the only thing we know about this realm right now. Quadratum is a world within this realm, the other side. And its first introduction was Kingdom Hearts 3. So the reason I bring up Quadratum is because in order for us to understand the other side in the best way possible, it's a, Quadratum is our best example we've got. So we are going to talk about one world today. It's Quadratum. Quadratum is based off of the real life Shibuya, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> it's a huge city filled with massive skyscrapers. And it is, is applied heavily that the city is populated by tons of characters that we have never met but we also haven't seen anyone in the world so when I say we haven't seen anyone here that's kind of a lie we we really haven't seen anybody populating the place but we have seen people here prime example Yazora so Yazora is before I go any further, spoiler alert, if you haven't beat Kingdom Hearts 3 or seen the secret ending, stop listening here. Go look at it. Go beat the game for the secret ending. Go do all that because this is going to be massively spoilerly. <laughs> so Yazora in this secret ending challenges Sora to a fight. If you win, he accepts defeat and states that his powers aren't necessary yet and then he disappears. If you lose... He seals you away in crystal and vows that he will save you. Either way, in the ending, Yazora wakes up in the backseat of a car accompanied by his driver who asks if what he's seen has impressed him. And that's kind of the ending we get. But that right there tells us that Yazora is in this world of Kodratum. So 
that being said, we move on and we go into the trailer we received, the trailer drop for Kingdom Hearts 4. And some of the demo gameplay that we've seen. There's massive skyscrapers. It's very realistic looking. It's way different than what we've seen in the rest of the Kingdom Hearts series. Which implies that this is the real world. Or a version of our real world. That's about all we know right now. We know somehow the Heartless appear to have come here. We also know the Masters of Masters and his whole Motley crew is here. We know something of importance is here. And we also know that there is a way to get Sora back. And we see this at the end of Melody of Memories. I'm not going to go any further than that. We're going to talk about that when we get to Melody of Memories. But we know there's a way to get Sora back. We know there's a way to get there. We know you have to use the power of waking. It's a whole thing. This whole new realm is a mystery to us. So I am so excited to go through, explore, figure out what actually is this world. And I think the most exciting aspect is there is no light or darkness. This rule world is ruled by its own realm of rules. So there we go. That is the realms of the Kingdom Hearts series. <laughs> there are other realms than these. <laughs> Sorry, wrong franchise. Dun, dun, dun. So, Ariel, is there anything else you want to add? Now, are you talking specifically like with your stuff or just adding in general? Just adding in general. Well, in general, this episode, not quite sure what day it's going to release on, solely because the first episode of any show is always so random when it drops on the different podcasting platforms. So, with that in mind, actual regular release dates will be on Fridays. So... Look for us after this episode on Fridays, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. I, before we end this, do want to add a caveat specific to this episode's topic, though. Yes, there are some things we've left out. Dear listener, you hardcore fan, you. Patience. We'll get to it everything in due time. This episode was very simplistic, is very direct and to the point because this isn't just for our long-term fans, but our newcomers. We want to make sure that you guys can get all the juicy info as and when you need it so that it's not super confusing because the number one thing that everyone can agree upon with the Kingdom Hearts franchise is this lure is nuts. I know I said it wrong. <laughs> So we're going fishing? <laughs> we're going fishing. It's nuts. It's all over the place and in the same spot at the same time. It's confusing, but that is exactly what we're going to do in this show is we are going to pull the pieces apart and make it simple to follow and simple to understand for everyone. And you'll know the exact answers when and where you need them. Yeah, this episode was more of a sticking our feet in before we dive completely in 
That's why Aaron kind of went into more stuff than I did, because I was trying to keep it simple. And Aaron has ADHD and just wanted to talk everything at once, and we'd oh, be yes. here for, you know, about a month, probably. I'm so excited to do the show. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm not making fun of you. I just wanted to put it out there. That's, that's why Aaron kind of went a little bit more in-depth than I did. I was really trying to keep it simple before we just dive completely headfirst in. Mm-hmm. But speaking of diving in, the next episode we're doing a real dive. Of what is a Keyblade? What can it do? Yes. Yes. Although, unfortunately, for, well, fortunately, unfortunately, because I'm really excited to talk about the Keyblades, we aren't going to go into the individual Keyblades, mm-hmm. the names, the you know stuff like that we're just in a the general keyblade but yeah we're diving deep into yeah. what makes it all up and yeah. everything about it i mean there's certain keyblades we will be discussing because they are the most important keyblades in the series like the kingdom key like i'm just gonna leave it there there are a couple keyblades if you know you know that have to be mentioned because they're important to what a keyblade is mm-hmm. but yeah, I was just saying that we weren't going to go into every yeah. single one, which we will. Don't worry, because mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. But yes. just not in episode two. So. No, but we are going to talk about what powers, you know, Keyblade wielders have. How do they wield the Keyblades? What are they for? Where did they come from? We're going to talk about all the nitty gritties around the Keyblades. So where did they come from? Where did they go? Anyway, copyright infringement. Uh- <laughs> that was not longer than 15 <laughs> seconds. But anyway, so... We hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you come back for more and we hope you're just as excited for this as we are to do it. So until next time, thank you all for listening. Tune in next week. Woo-hoo. Thanks for listening to the Kingdom Hearts Lorecast. If you love the show, please leave a rating and review. It helps us grow. If you'd like to chat with us, you can find us over at the Robots Radio Discord or on Twitter at KHeartsLore or by email at kingdomheartslorecast at gmail.com. Big thank you to Nevs for the intro and outro music. Be sure to check out more of Nevs' music in the links below. Thanks again for listening, and may your heart be your guiding key.